Hi, welcome to the Two Lads podcast from Daniel Sharman and Leggy Langdon's Two Lads. The Two Lads podcast is a place to come and listen to topics that you may not have heard men talk about so candidly and intimately before. It's no bullshit, it's straight to the point, it's raw and it's honest. And it's a conversation that we believe needs to be started. We're both men in this world trying to find our way, trying to understand why we are the way we are and how we can accept ourselves and love ourselves fully. In a world of ongoing turmoil and constant change, take a break for 30 minutes and just come listen to the two lads in a deeply vulnerable conversation that is ongoing. You ignore your own humanity when you shame somebody. Mm -hmm. I know that when you told me about this, the more I know, actually, the more I relate to the fact that I've been there and I've done that. There's something yeah. human about what's going on here. Yeah. And you're ignoring the signs. Yeah. You know, it's partly why we wanted to do this. Yeah. It was like, let's have a better way, a better conversation. Yeah. And shame, everybody feels it. And fucking no one's talking about it. We need some sort of rule book to tell us one way or another. If, and if we don't derive it ourselves individually, it comes from somewhere. And because it used to be God and Jesus or whoever your preferred religion was, now it's society. Now it is the, the, the church of Instagram. When somebody does something quote-unquote wrong and it's like fucking hell that human just did that the human just defaulted to this really weird behavior that caused people pain and now something has to be done hi i'm christian leggy langdon hi everybody my name is daniel sharman and this is the two lads podcast today's episode is shame part two now Firstly, if you haven't already listened to Shame Part 1, I suggest you go back and listen to that one first. Otherwise, this episode ain't going to make much sense. Today, Daniel and I carry on our story about shame. How it shows up for us, how we know it's there, what we do when we feel it. I continue with my story around a recent experience of shame in a personal relationship. Daniel goes into depth about shame regarding his acting. We talk about how shame creates a physical feeling. We also talk about numbing shame with sex, drugs, and alcohol. How to sit in shame. We talk about how kindness is the antidote to shame. All that and more on today's episode of the Two Lads Podcast. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. I give you shame part two. I have a lot of shame around acting a lot of shame. Really? I can do some pretty, yeah, I can be really self-destructive because I'm perceiving that everybody's feeling something about me. Yeah. I can tear myself up and then I do stupid stuff like text a girl or, but it's because I'm in shame that I haven't delivered something. Right. Like you're getting judged on something, on work that you've on done. On my work, yeah. on my work or on, you know, I have a lot of shame about having to do certain work to survive right you know there's jobs that i've taken that i'm really like ashamed of yeah and things i've done i'm really ashamed of and i am resentful of the world because i go well fuck you i had to take that job you know people go why did you choose to do genre stuff i'm like i didn't choose to do genre stuff right i wasn't good enough right to do something else mm. or i didn't have enough choice to do something else and i have a lot of fucking shame about that 
And then all the times I've ever acted on shame have usually come in hotel rooms having worked, having worked some day and been like, not got the response from people that I wanted or haven't been immediately lauded for the great take. And then the spiral starts. Yeah. And because I feel very alone and isolated in those hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. It's a response It's a response. Because yeah. you're in the shame. Yeah. But you don't realize, like, that's what I'm saying about shame is it, don't, you don't realize in the moment you feel this kind of like, oh, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. And then it's not for a few hours that then you're, you're in this like really vulnerable space a few hours after yeah. that, where you will text somebody mm-hmm. or you will go to a strip club or a whatever and you will that's where or you will drink or take drugs mm-hmm. those hours after it yeah and that's actually part of the shame yeah but that's mate that's because it sucks to feel shame oh it's, it's, it's like it feels physical in you you're getting fear emotional feelings in you of like anxiety, all this shit. And you're lost because you can't talk to anybody. You don't want to tell anyone. Yeah. So then you're just in your own fucking spiral. And so obviously you're going to like double down on some sort of pleasure seeking situation to just fucking shut it down. Yeah. You know, whether that be sex, drugs, whatever your poison is to just turn it off. It's very, very fucking hard to sit in the shame. Just sit in it, which is the thing to do ultimately. To sit in the shame, to shine a light on it and to go, yeah, I did this. Guys, this is what I've just done, right? And everybody has to go, judges it. What? Hang on a minute. And especially from you, you can't, well, how did you do that? You're going on about shame on a fucking podcast. You know, you're doing the work and it's like, man, I know I am. And, and I'm a proponent of these modalities and work and trying to connect into all of the things that run who we are as people. And yet still we're going to fuck up and make mistakes. And then what's the line between how do you learn? Like, I know for me what learning is, but how do you learn from this, this kind of stuff, right? As a kid, I'd get told off for stuff, right? So I'd be shamed when I'm in shame, which is why there's an old pattern in me which made me not tell you because I didn't want to get shamed because I was already shamed. Yeah. Yeah. And so I didn't trust that I wouldn't get shamed still. You know what I'm saying? From my old, the old way, my parents, even my brothers, you know, anytime I would do anything, it would be more shame. That's what happens in society. Someone does something stupid and the shame comes down or the the judgment, right? It's so difficult to not judge, to actually love someone when they fucked up, right? I have to go and deal with this, right? For example, and it ain't going to be pretty, you know? You know, and I find that such a strange thing to do because we've talked about this before. Everybody is capable of doing everything. Yeah. And has done Mm -hmm. some version of the thing that you're talking about, whatever that might be. Why are we sitting in a place of saying, this is the final shame thing? We can't, that's that's so shameful. Yeah. You've gone too far. You've gone, that's too much shame. Yeah. And that's scary because I think you ignore your own humanity when you shame somebody. Mm -hmm. I know that when you told me about this, and as you're telling me more about it, the more I know, actually, the more I relate to 
the fact that I've been there and I've done that. Mm. So it's it's an interesting yeah. thing that you are faced with your own humanity. Yeah, I know it's pretty intense, and we've dealt with this with other you know men in our life as we've helped them through it. You know, and I and that was really hard for me when I witnessed other men go off into the shadows. You know, because we took it personally. Yeah, I've taken it personally. Yeah, exactly. It's like wait, I'm super safe. You can come to me and tell me your deepest, darkest secret. And it's like, that's his decision. And I can support him coming through it because this is just, it's such a rewriting of how to deal with things. It's so not what we're taught. We're taught to judge when somebody does something quote unquote wrong, right? And it's like, fucking hell, that human just did that, right? The human just defaulted to this really weird behavior that caused people pain. And now something has to be done. You know, like that's what we do immediately. We immediately yeah, go say, and, This has got, there's yes, got to be some punishment. There's got to be consequences. There's got to be punishment for this person, right? And we forget that person's already in this feeling that sucks, absolutely sucks. Everybody's losing, right? There's the betrayal of a person that's happening. So that's obviously the person on the betrayal side is going to have that feeling of betrayal, disappointment, hurt, all those things. She's going to have her own experience from this. Well, you hope that... I think the reason that people want justice over mercy Mm -hmm. is because they want the person to feel an appropriate amount of shame. Yeah. And there are people for whom shame does not come easily and that was always something i think you watch british tv shows you watch contestants on programs and they're so narcissistic or on big brother or whatever they're so narcissistic that you want them to feel the appropriate amount of shame for their actions Mm -hmm. and so people hate them yeah because they're like you want they need some judgment for this thing yeah i've done that yeah I do that. Me too. I, I like look at people and I go, you don't feel enough shame. And that's the kind of vitriol that you can get to. Yeah. It's like, oh, I want you to feel the appropriate amount of shame because I feel the deep amount of shame myself. Yeah. Well, we don't, we, we lose the humanity, yeah. you know, in these situations. And it's like, we just turn the person that's done the quote unquote bad thing into a non-human. It's easy for us to forget that they have all of the other things going on at the same time as the event that they've done, right? And, you know, I mean, look, a psychopath or, you know, people that that don't carry shame or have no empathy, you know, you're dealing with different cases here, right? So obviously everything is, you have to judge each, well, I don't know, what do you do there? (laughs) Like, well, yeah, there has to be some kind of guidelines that you live by because right. if someone decides they ain't going to live by them. Yeah. Well, we've got the law. We've got right? the law, which is the kind of guidelines for basically living in a safe and fair society. The shame part, I think, is new. Yeah. It's very much like, what do we consider enough? Is it enough to cancel somebody and then shame them and then put them in prison? And then is that... Are they square or are they always in shame? Yeah. And do they not exist as a person viable to society? Is there any recovery yeah. that a man can have or a woman can have that comes out of shame? Yeah. 
there just seems to be like, especially from a certain degree of the society, a lot of judgment on what is right, but only in certain yeah. circumstances. Yeah. And I think we're, we're having a really, we, I think Russell Brand does a really good job of talking about things that are much more like, let's take everybody's version of this mm -hmm. and treat everything with the same amount of care. And there are going to be people that do have to be locked away from society. But also I think we're losing the idea that we learn anything. Yeah. We just go, Mistakes. oh, we put that in the box. That's gone now. That's not a thing. It's like, oh, that's, these things keep happening because they're actually human nature. There's something yeah. human about what's going on here. Yeah. And you're ignoring the signs of like, how do we do, you know, it's partly why we wanted to do this. Yeah. It was like, let's have a better way, a better conversation yeah. about that. Mm -hmm. about And shame everybody feels it and fucking no one's talking about it, which is so weird. Yeah, man, I think it's true. And I think on a, like a societal level, I think because we don't, there's a meaning crisis in society. We've derived our meaning historically from religion for many, many centuries, you know, and we've rejected kind of traditional in the West, at least Christian Judaism uh, religion, right? Till very recently, quite honestly, you know, let's say the last hundred years, it slowly started to diminish. And now it's basically, it doesn't run the society in the way it used to at least. And so, but humans need meaning. We need some sort of rule book to tell us one way or another. If we don't derive it ourselves individually, it comes from somewhere. And because it used to be God, right? And Jesus or whoever your preferred religion was. Now it's society. Now it is the church of Instagram. It's the church of Facebook. My favorite. Yeah. You know, you know, praise be. Praise be. And like, that's scary because like you just said, once you're thrown out, there isn't a pathway back. And that's one thing that's missing from our current culture, which was always part of the traditional religious circles, which was you can sin, you can go against God, but there is a pathway back to redemption. Always, you know, forgiveness. You ask for forgiveness, you know, and you'll be back, let back into the gates of heaven. Right. So do your time. Yeah, you set, you acknowledge your sins. You're humbled. Yeah, yeah, and you 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 bow down to God, and then He lets you in. That's kind of how it works, right? Yeah, but like now, it's like that's not in the society. It's you fucked up, or you fucked up fifteen years ago. You said something that was a little bit questionable when you were 17 and now we found it and you're out and your life is now destroyed. We see that all the time. And because everybody's trying to grasp onto what is good and what is bad. And this society right now, the kind of general population that's bought into all of this is so clear around what is right and wrong, you know, that there's no maneuvering about it. And that's scary because if you're just adamant that you know the truth about good and the truth about bad and that there ain't anything, there's no gray, there's no gray for you. That's actually like really risky. You've got to be able to go, I can do that. I'm capable yeah, of bad I can, things. I can also handle it in other people because I can, I yeah. want the, the other thing, just the, something that I was thinking about shame also is that I have a lot of shame about being myself. Right. That's a really, yeah, yeah. that's a, a big one for me because I've, 
picked a profession in which I was trying to be as impressive as possible. Yeah. And actually the least vulnerable possible, even though I'm being very vulnerable if I'm playing something. Yeah. People are always like, oh, that's so courageous you did that or right. whatever. I mean, like, not yeah. really. Yeah. The thing was I could go out and do that, but to be vulnerable about being myself. Yeah. I had like, all the shame about it. I still have shame mm -hmm. about it. It's very weird for me to really be totally honest about what I like. And I know that around lads, I get a bit like, start becoming something a bit different. Mm -hmm. My accent changes a bit. Mm -hmm. My likes and wants change a bit. Mm -hmm. And there's, so there's shame around just being totally... Like who you are. Yeah, like, I like opera. Yeah. I wouldn't say that. Right. Or I like... Don't worry, we'll edit, we'll edit that well, out. What does he like? <laughs> he likes wrestling. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just overdub it. Yeah. But I like things that I wouldn't say. Yeah. And the shame for me comes also in being like, oh, I'm such a fucking puss because I didn't just be like, yeah, this Real. is what I am. You know, I'll, I'll talk to a taxi driver and I'll become like a right wing nationalist. <laughs> Out of nowhere, not, yeah. not even because I believe it, just because yeah. he's like, you know what, right? Yeah, yeah. Is and you're like, oh, yeah, and, and, you and, go and, along and, with it, and I just the vulnerability and actually the shame is yeah. what it would be like to be like actually a, a middle class lad from like, not particularly special in any way, and like not particularly yeah. like I don't really have a lot of very special attributes, and there's a lot of shame mm. around that, around being around people that I don't have that yeah. and I don't feel like I have that. So I really admire, I'm going to say lads, because we kind of do this a lot with, with men, but yeah. men who aren't pretending yeah. and just do it, even if they're really boring in that they aren't signposting their thing or their moral outrage or their mm -hmm. particular interests, that they just are totally truthful. Yeah, And I think that, I admire it because I think it's really hard for me. Yeah. And there's a lot of shame about the chameleon that I can become. Yeah. And that's beautiful, mate. And I think you're on a mission of like trying to unravel that now slowly, but surely, you know, and it's like, look, it's a protection system as well, you know? And it's like, we're all in the world, right? We're all in this crazy world. We're all trying to like figure out how to be in it. And we're pretty adaptable humans. We can kind of like just, we just become shit all the time. The chameleon thing is like so unconscious. It's mental, you know? And then you're going, why the fuck am I saying this right yeah, now? Yeah, why yeah. did I just say all that? Yeah, what like, am I doing? Yeah. yeah. And like, now I've said it now. Like, yeah. I just like yeah. Actually, everything I just said in the last five minutes Edit is all bollocks. Out. Yeah. Can we just yeah. go back? Can go we go back to one? <laughs> it's like, no, we're not on a film set oh, right now. You're trying to order dinner. sake. But like, Part of that is what we do. And we do have a spectrum of who we show up as, you know, because there also is part of that that is helpful in society. Like if you're in the doctor's surgery or if you're at a job interview or if you're at the football match, they're all different places that are expected. Of, your personality has to align with where you are a little bit. It's, it's expected of you in society, you know, yeah. in general. You can't be like, at, the, at your job interview because yeah. you won't get the job yeah so well, depends if you're what you're going up for if you're going up for a, like <laughs> a fucking supporter <laughs> like but you know totally. what i'm saying like you no totally I th and i think the an antidote to it is actually the kindness of saying 
You can be all of it. You can be all of those yeah, things. Exactly. And, and then it goes back to a little bit of the antidote to any shame is actually kindness. Yeah. You just got to know what kindness is. Exactly. Because kindness is not comfort yeah. often. No. Kindness can actually be, like you say, sitting with it or doing something that is that feels different yes. to just plugging the feeling of shame. Yeah. It's like, like it's allowing the feeling to come up and it not feeling good and not judging it for not feeling good. You know, which is fucking hard, hard to do. Hardcore. It's hardcore. And it's not something that we ever got taught. I didn't. It's not a, a known, you know, general maneuver in how you live. It's why people want to just shut down the feeling straight away. You know, I certainly fucking would have liked want to do that. You know, that's what I just went through in this example. I've gone in all my life. I've done that. Oh shit, this feels wrong. This feels, oh, I fucked up, I fucked up. <laughs> you know, and then shut the feeling down. And man, why would anyone want to sit with it if society says that having that feeling is wrong? You know? And, and here are all these things that you yeah. can have that, you know, will get you out of that. Yeah. And we're lost in that, all of us. No one's, we're talking about this right now to say, hey, this happens, happens to all of us. And you can be a good person and still do things that are fucked up and you know you can learn from them if you're open and you've got the awareness that they're happening and that you surround yourself with people that love you and that understand your capabilities of you know mistakes and beauty you know and everything in between because i feel you know there's a great kind of culture of women taking a bath taking care of themselves, pampering themselves, like really feeling like they go into a kind of self-care mode mm -hmm. and we don't really have those rituals. Mm -mm. So we just go get drunk. We go get drunk. Or we try football. and like play FIFA or yeah. play football or, or, you know, there, there are these things that, that actually the body does need to be cared for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I think there is something that when shame comes up, yeah. there aren't a lot of alternatives that feel accessible yeah. to lads that are, are mainstream in the same way. Oh, no. I mean, they are, but we, we just don't, we haven't had talked about them. Thanks for revealing that. That's yeah. Fucking, <laughs> do you feel a bit exposed? No, I mean, I do feel exposed, but it's also the truth of a situation. You know, I'm going through a process with this, you know. I also have this feeling of like, I want to get this out. I want to speak my truth. And I also want to go and deal with this now, you know, and I have to go and do that. How do you feel now? I feel better. You do, yeah. Yeah. That was a bit tricky. Yeah. But I feel better because I got a feeling of yeah. like, I'm going to go and deal with this. Right. And the worst that's going to happen is that someone's going to be upset judge you. and judge me. But I have to stand true in what I'm feeling and take the live by the consequences. Stand up and go, yes, people might be pissed with me because they're sad, ultimately. There's pain there and I'm going to get my own pain from it. There's going to be a fallout from this. Fallout, yeah. yeah, there's going to be withdrawals. There's going to be all the things that come with breaking up with somebody. I mean, I don't know if it, it's going to help you later deal with this, but I think the idea of getting rid of the charge of yeah. shame yeah. for you yeah. will help you be incredibly clear. Yeah. And that's ultimately what we need. Yeah, definitely. And just to say the way that it's been, you know, I've talked about this with the men, I've talked about it with you, you know, and 
it's not about like letting me off the hook or saying there's no letting off the hook because I'm on my own hook. But the way that everybody's holding it with me to also be be supported in in and loved, you know, supported yeah. in the doing the truth. Absolutely. I think it will prevent you from doing something like that. That's also yeah. what we want punishment for is to stop people doing it in the future. It seems like if you really expand on it and get to know it and understand it and then have a th- it's not like you're going to go and do this again. It's just yeah. unpleasant enough. Yeah. as it is and and so we it's a lesson it is a lesson yeah and it's surprising the lesson coming at this point in my growth yeah know? yeah well you're never a master of this yeah. you're always a student of it it's not a, it's this fine line and it's you know even my own psyche saying i should be punished yeah which you yeah. will be what you will be in some way well i will be yeah, yeah. and that's like but you've just got to get rid of your own shame in order to feel the the notion of how do I do this better yeah and that's ultimately what we're that's what we're here to do get better yeah definitely nice one legs yes mate yes mate Thank you for listening to this episode of the Two Lads Podcast. This conversation is ongoing and it involves all of us together, so we'd love to hear from you. Let us know if there's a subject that you'd like us to talk about and let us know what you think about the conversation so far. The Two Lads Podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts, so please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the latest episode. And give us a five-star review, tell your friends about us, all that stuff really helps us a lot. We really appreciate it. Sending you all love. Until the next time. Yes, lad. Yes, lad.